All right, we are back for another episode of Landlocks. We are bleeding profusely. We are that black knight in the Holy Grail and is merely a flesh wound. I'm pretty sure Sean didn't want to join us this week because he didn't want to talk about how terrible he did, but at least he got a win. So, like I said, we are brought to you by Wild Rose Casinos out of Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. Their sports books, you know, have they obviously have Circa, DraftKings, and Bet Rivers. They are amazing. I was up in the Clinton one past Thursday. It is a really cool experience. If you make it up to that side of state, you should definitely check it out. I had a lot of fun up there. Probably had too much fun. I'm glad I wasn't Trick Condon and had to record a, a radio show at 10 a.m. Because I definitely promised him I was going to be on the show that night about 1.30 in the morning. And 9.45 hit, and I just didn't want to get out of bed. So <laughs> so anyways, um, yes, like I said, I am Ted Flint. This is Landlocks. I'm joined by Jake Voss. And of course, and since Sean is at some concert tonight, we have Philip from the 1012 Podcast Network to join us. He's filling in. Because they have an awesome picks pod they do every week that you should definitely check out. Like I said, it's a 1012 network and find all the other Cyclone Connect pods. So, Sean, I mean, Jake and Phil. Philip, you ready to do uh, do this? You ready to excited? Ready to talk about how bad we were last week? Let's uh, let's Farmageddon on. All right. Farmageddon. Play those goddamn bagpipes, Jake. Oh, boy. Uh, we thought we needed them last week. Um, this week was certainly something so ted had (laughs) (laughs) south dakota or uh sdsu boise state under 39 iowa plus 11 arkansas oh wait boise just ran for another touchdown the second half yeah arkansas plus 17 and a half iowa state minus three nc state clemson over 42 Carrying the group at two and three, Tez had Iowa State minus three, Wisconsin minus seven, Arizona State USC under 60 and a half, Kentucky plus seven for one and three, and I didn't know if it could get worse, but I proved myself uh, wrong on that, I guess. Uh, BYU minus 24, Washington minus two and a half, Wisconsin, Illinois under 43 and a half, Georgia first half minus 17 for a fantastic 0 and 4 week. And our fearless leader, Chris Williams, also actually had a dip. Uh, Baylor minus two, UTSA minus four, USC minus 25 for one and two. Boy. That, uh, that hurts. I tell you what, though. I don't know if you, I don't know if you had the drop or not, but you know who didn't let us down last week, Jake? The United States military. Service Academy Sicko Under. <laughs> that might have been the only bet I won on Saturday. I'm not gonna lie. If I had not been at my youngest child's birthday, I probably would have hit that bet at least two more times. Like easily. What ended up being like 13 to 10? Yeah, it was 23, 13 to 10. So but I also probably would have hit it when it was like down to 22. So my status. And also, once again, the flyover of the week. Only one that hit that. First round, four and one on those this year. You are. You, Tez and I, Tez decided stupidly to go with me. And <laughs> so you are now four and one uh, on the flyover as that went quite a bit over uh, 79 on a total of 68 and a half. So uh, TCU really carrying you there, putting up 55. Plan on hitting them again this week against Kansas. we hit that over probably. All right. So let's get to those Friday games. We do love betting Friday games because they tend to be on island. And then, though, this is like peak. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in Ted, I mean, that's it, just Ted's spirit animal drop talking right there. I Maybe mean, we should ask Philip. Like Philip, are you one of those guys that just like don't what stop scoring? Anyways, um, are you one of those guys, Philip, that like if the game's there, like say Rutgers and Nebraska, which is just a sicko game, are you gonna bet it just because it's it's on your TV and it's there? No, uh, I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. We've been doing a picks pod at the Ten Twelve Podcast for a few years now. Uh, what is this? This is year four um, of of doing it every week consistently. Uh, it used to just be me and Chris, then that's been me, Chris, and Daniel for the last uh, 
This is his, our third year together. Oh, come on. Quit. Don't. I need the under. Um, this is the first year I actually put money down. Uh, the first real year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to... I live in Arkansas. The first year you even had like mobile gambling anyways. Oh. And so download the Bet Saracen app. This is not a plug. It's just literally the only one that I could use. It's like, I'm going to I'm gonna put a little bit of money down here because I decided I was going to put some money down on West Virginia to start 4-0. So I would just bet on a week one and then keep going. <laughs> I was like, this is either going to work or it's not. And it didn't work in week one. And uh, let's just put it this way. I put 20 bucks down for the first the start of the season. I'll, I'll play with 20 bucks. That seems easy. I'm already, I'm already uh, busted. So I'm debating whether or not to uh, spend another $20 and get back into it or if I have learned my lesson or not. Um, does, does that app let you do in-game betting? Because that's where the real addiction comes, when you, like, you start chasing something. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Like I have, this, is this, this year I have watched the least amount of college football of my life, but that might have something to do with the fact that I have uh, a four-and-a-half-month-old who is our third child. Uh, so oh. I have three kids, three and under. And so, what? yeah, yeah, Sheesh. that's a That's a choice. We're done. <laughs> um, that's, this is also a choice uh, to make sure. Oh, I'm, oh, yes. Hopefully okay. the missus isn't listening it tonight. It, it's over. It went under. She does. Oh, good. We got the under. Uh, I had the under in our show. So under 64 UCF SMU. Luckily the, uh, the 21 voters that voted in our online poll told us about the under. So Jake got a win. Uh, kinda. I mean, I lost the juice because I bet on SMU to win. So I, don't, I just uh, one and one. All right, that's not a losing record. That's something to start building off of, right? You went two in a row. That's a winning streak. Hey, we so. all went five and five last week. That's <laughs> kissing your sister. Um, all right, so yeah, I'm probably putting another twenty bucks into the app. And uh, no, five and five. I, I'm gonna be honest. Must be nice. Must be nice. Yeah, let me. Uh, so I have something. That, so you just started actually doing that, and I had a similar experience when it um, what th- three seasons or two seasons ago, whatever it was, in Iowa when it became sports betting became legal. Um, I put in, I don't know, like. 30 bucks or something and I had kind of built it up and then by the like second week of college football uh I basically my account was empty I had like whatever 15 20 bucks out like four bets out for that weekend and I was like whatever we'll see how this goes and from there I went on like a hell of a run to like build up a pretty decent bankroll so hopefully hopefully you can put a little bit in and do that too it's uh it's always got- an interesting roller coaster I got three kids to put through college, so yeah, any little bit would. Uh, yeah, would I only help. make money on college football, so I'm really so happy. This is not me being. I, I am very excited to win the uh, Bet Rivers baseball contest this fall. Won the NBA one, gonna take the baseball one. Need two trophies, but anyways, let's get to Friday night Island games. Nothing else going on on Friday. High school football is gone in my town for the next year. Nebraska at Rutgers. Rutgers is a three-point home dog. Under is 49. Nebraska did win last week. I'm pretty sure I was at a bar, so I'm a little, a little fuzzy on that. They did. They won beating the end, and they covered. Yep, they won by 14. I feel like you take the home dog. Like, I mean, Nebraska's still Nebraska, right? That didn't change. Jake's all paranoid. Not I, even dude, I, I, the skit, <laughs> the skit I've been on has me so paranoid to even like, just say what I think. I, I had the same thought. I'm not going to lie. Um, it looks like pretty much everybody's betting on Nebraska minus three. Uh, so I don't know what, what, how that makes me feel money, money line and spread both Nebraska. I, my, I would, I would be wanting to bet Rutgers, uh, to win that or at least, at least just take the points. But uh, and the I, always I don't really too. love it either way. It's too, it's too, so, it's too kind of bad teams. So whatever. So obviously, uh, got Gukin's trends up here. Nebraska and Rutgers have played four times as Big Ten opponents. The road team has covered in all four games. So I didn't know where the hell the Rutgers plays in a town that I can't pronounce. Okay, thank you for putting that in there, Alex. It's cannot Piscataway. It's Piscataway, New Jersey. Yeah, good luck about that. Excuse me, screw that. Ooh, my. Never beat that. Um. Anyways, 
We made the week six and I dropped my first bad word. Um, anyways, all right, going on down the road. I don't think we have any more uh <laughs> landlocks on Saturday night. Um, I do like the UNLV San Jose State under, but we can come back to that when we get into the wild cards. Let's go to Saturday morning. That's why we have Phillip here from 10 12. TCU goes into Kansas. Kansas is a seven point underdog at home, over under 68 and a half. That has gone up. I I think just blind bet the over or TCU. I think TCU might cover this plus some. Um, I'm on the over on our show. It'll be up on Thursday. It'll be me, Daniel, Chris, and then we've got a, we've got a guest this week. We have a light card uh, in the Big 12. Of course, we do all the current and future Big 12 games uh, on the show every Thursday. Um, I'm just yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking the over. I think the over is a combined seven and two for these two teams so far this season. Um, I do think. Kansas is getting closer to being a little bit overvalued, even at six and a half here. But I do wonder with TCU, like so much of people getting really high on TCU and seeing all these numbers rise for them is they beat an SMU team that people think is really good. Well, are they going to think they're really good now that they just got beat soundly by UCF, who is a really inconsistent offensive team, but a solid defense, Uh, an SMU team. And now an Oklahoma team, you know, I don't know what to, I don't know how much to take away from that game. TCU had some things happen for them in that game that are not easily repeatable. That game was out of hand before Oklahoma lost their quarterback, but then there was no chance for Oklahoma to come back. Like I, I think this TCU team is good. I, I think it's just nice to see um, a head coach come in and utilize all the talent that Gary Patterson uh, acquired, but then didn't do anything with while he was still there in Fort Worth. TCU's been the mo- the third most talented team from a uh, a roster standpoint, from a, a, a roster recruiting ranking standpoint for a while, but Gary apparently just didn't really care about that. He was going to Gary it up for the end of the his time in Fort Worth. So like, it's nice to see that roster actually being utilized. I think the over is the right side. I, I, I'm I'm not going to hop off the Kansas train just yet, just because of their offense performance against Iowa State last week. Um, we don't want to talk I, about that game. I, uh, I'm, well, I'm probably I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more when I. Uh, <laughs> I'm on, on it, so. but I'm on the over. Um, I think Kansas overs are pretty much gonna stay unless they start getting those totals like into the 70s. I'll probably still ride with them. I probably I feel good about it with TCU. I mean, we saw SMU put up a bunch of points. We saw SMU. Oh, uh, you didn't, but I mean, uh, I don't know. That over OU's still hit. Weird. Yeah, I, I I think the over is the right play here. If I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not taking a side. I don't feel comfortable with the with the with the uh, with the spread here. I'm just I like the total. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I think the if you're gonna play the total, the over is the play. I I don't. Um... I just nobody's really slowed t- uh, TCU down to this point. They've just scored points. I mean, I, they've done it against some bad teams. They've done it against some teams that are at the least mediocre and should be able to slow them down. Uh, after what I saw in Lawrence, I went there and saw that uh, blank show um, in person. And I don't think Kansas is that good. I don't. I don't think they're that good at all. I think TCU is probably going to do what they did to Oklahoma, and I don't know that Kansas's offense might put up some points, which is why I think the over. But I think if you're getting in at six and a half, TCU wins by ten plus points. So I'll probably play it, but we'll we'll see how that my my feelings uh, work out this week. So, well, the trends on this sucker are all over the place. So. TCU is three nos against the spread as a home as a favorite. Kansas is three and go three and against the spread as an underdog. Also, Kansas is a three five and against the spread all year. So, but all of TCU's games against the ranked teams lately have gone over. So, something has to stop between these two guys in the trend spot. So, I do know that Max uh, Max has looked great for TCU and uh, Duggan. Yeah, that's part that's part of my faith in him is when you look at the analytics uh of the team and specifically Max Duggan, uh he has been fantastic. Now I haven't really got to watch a lot of him, but I don't think I've found any conflicting statistics uh even when you start getting getting into the analytics that says he's any, been anything other than uh fantastic. Yeah, uh ESPN's Q, uh, QBR Jalen Daniels is still number 1 despite Last week's performance, Max Duggan is number three. 
uh, and and obviously they split time some in that first game. I will say this: um, according to our schedule ratings at ten twelve, um, Kansas has had a tougher schedule than TCU has. Now, granted, TCU has only played four games, opposed to Kansas having played five. Uh, but if you look at how the teams they have played grade out, Kansas's schedule has been a better schedule, a better collection. Just because of they played Iowa State, obviously. Well, I, but even then, <laughs> I mean, SMU about on par with West Virginia and Duke. Uh, Houston's better still than SMU so far. Um, they both played an FCS team, and TCU played Colorado. Yeah. Um, Duke is better than Colorado. Colorado is – absolute garbage and i'm awesome. not going to take tcu's performance against them like this brand new coaching staff first game of the season on the road like they still looked pretty good i don't care about the first half of the game colorado is is the, might be the worst power five team ever um but kansas has played a tougher schedule to this point than tcu has so i i look i think kansas is live until they're not and i think they're still gonna be live all season like if you think kansas is gonna up oh, nope Ever it's, it's over now. They're going to go on a losing streak. Like maybe they do, but Kansas might. Kansas is going bowling this season. They're going to get another win. Maybe it's not this week. Maybe it's later. Maybe it's against Oklahoma. Maybe it's Texas Tech on the road. I don't know, but like this offense is good enough. They are well coached. And um, Daniel, bless him, I can't think of the step. But basically, like do not bet against Lance Leipold as a dog. Just don't. Right. Not against. Right. Well, I'm going to. Anyways, on the Michigan, we'll, we'll put a little side bet on this, Philip. We'll we'll figure out something. A 10-12 koozie or something. We'll figure out oh. some kind of st- oh, so, I got plenty. Uh, <laughs> or uh, or a sticker. Anyway, all right. Speaking of stinky teams, Michigan heads to the Hoosier State as a 22 and a half point over underdog. Sorry, Michigan. Let's try again. Michigan heads to the Hoosier State as a 22 point favorite, 20 point and a half. Over under is 59. I think I'm gonna take Michigan to cover that 22 and a half points. Yeah, I mean that's my inkling. Looks like that's what everybody thinks. I I don't think I'll touch this game, but that that would be my lean. Uh, I think the my the thing I like would like the most if I was going to bet it is the under. But you know everybody's betting on the over too. I don't think that Indiana is probably going to score much. I think it's going to depend on if Michigan puts up 40, 50, right. 45. And this could be 45. If, if, if Indiana gets a late touchdown or something to put it over, but that's just the way that I see it. But I, I don't I don't love anything about it. Indiana is 0-6 against the spread against ranked opponents since started last year. So Michigan is 12 and 4 against the spread. So can Indiana score 14 points? How many they score against I'm, Nebraska? Uh, it's Nebraska. That's the 21. 21 against Nebraska, 24 against <laughs> Cincinnati. Um 23 and a w- weird win against Illinois. Like, but we're talking about Michigan. Gross. We're talking about Michigan. Yeah. Uh, can they score 14 it, points? Because I think Michigan is going to put up plenty. Like, Michigan will score in the 40s. I, I, like, if you're going to take this, I'm not touching this. I, 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 if you're going to do it, you might as well take Michigan because there's no, like, Indiana is going to have to score at least 14 for that over to hit. I think. I wonder what their, t- I wonder what Michigan's team total will be. Yeah, it's, that's good. It's implied it. Is there is that available somewhere? Yeah. It'll be up on I mean, Friday. if you if you yeah, they don't they don't put those up until like the day like the night before on Fridays or whatever. But I mean, you can you can get the implied just based off the spread and the total, and it's yeah, it's mid to low forties. If you're watching that say. game when the same time TCU Kansas, Texas Oklahoma, Tennessee LSU, and Arkansas Mississippi State are on, you 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 have problems like. Uh, like all four of those games should be on TV instead of that game. Yeah, we like, can talk Michigan about something fan. that'll be better. <laughs> so, Reminder: big uh, Big Noon is going to the Michigan game for the third week in a row. So, big Noon is in Indiana. Big Noon Saturday, the 11 a.m. marquee Fox game is Michigan. It's Michigan at Indiana. This is the third straight week they've gone to the Michigan game. Products they can't go to the SEC and. I guess Texas, Oklahoma. Speaking of Texas, Oklahoma, Red River Shootout. It'll forever be the Red River Shootout. I don't care. It's what's called. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Over/under is sixty-five. Down there in the state fair in Texas, blind bet the over in these games. Just do it. Don't think about it. It's over sixty-five. Blind it, bet it. This sucker's going over. Sure, there's a stat somewhere. I'll try checking it down. But just tech to over. 
and have fun. I would lean, yeah, I would, I would lean, if I, if I don't like this at all, I, I, based off what we've seen, Texas and the over, uh, would be my leans, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right on the, on the over, but, uh, let's see if I, I was trying to find it. I can't find it, what their, their, uh, their record is. I do like Texas in this game too. Uh, I, I, I'm just season. This season, the two are combined for four, five, and one. Over is four, five, and one this season. Texas is two. The over is two and three. I don't care. This game's getting this game's getting crazy. This one's yeah, the, the, cra- the crazy part is why it scares why it scares me to just take Texas. Everything that you, we've seen says take Texas, but they have. Um, I had the stat, um, and I think he's going to be back. It's <laughs> kind of sounding like so. No one's won this game by double digits since Texas did it in 2013. This has been a, a single scoring game, but I have no reason to think that Dylan Gabriel's playing in this game. Um, they've still got, they might, oh, you might get some guys back on defense. Like, Dylan, if Dylan Gabriel doesn't play in this game, I like, I, I think. OU wins this if they can keep it low scoring and ugly, and so you take the under. If you think OU can win this game, you take the under. If you think Texas is going to win this game, take the over. Because I think Texas blowing this out is more like is the most likely scenario as Texas winning by by two or more scores. Um, if Quinn Ewers is is back, and I'm not, I don't care if he's fully healthy. Uh, and both teams will get up for this game. Like it, it is, it's a rivalry game, and this is absolutely the game that both teams play up to texas is always competitive in this game every year doesn't matter how garbage they are against iowa state or kansas state or oklahoma state doesn't matter they always get up for this game they're gonna be up for this game i believe wholeheartedly sark is gonna have no problem just putting the points on ou if they have an opportunity to like tcu did last week i know ou will be up for this game so i bet it's competitive for a while but i mean look i I know it's it's almost too obvious to take texas but i don't feel like it's one of those it's it's a trick or too obvious. I just, I think without Dylan Gabriel, that was always the concern with OU all off season was, Hey, they, they should be pretty good. They brought a lot of guys in, but if you look at the quarterback situation behind Dylan Gabriel, it ain't like when Lincoln deserve guys, it, 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 it's booty time. The last 10 games in this series, Texas against the spread is seven and three. And since I know how much Jake loves trends that go back way too far, since <laughs> since two thousand coaches since two thousand and twelve, the over after Oklahoma loses is sixteen and three. How many coaches is four that? Coaches? Four coaches. Is this the fourth coach for that trend? No, Stoops. Is it only third? Riley. Only three. And uh Venables. So anyways. OU's had this is OU's third coach in like forty years or some stupid non it's an over exaggeration, but the point is made. No, you you missed out, uh, Philip. You missed out on the. Was that two weeks ago, Ted? You had one that was I don't remember. It was like ten games. Back to it was back to seven nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> no, it's like man, come on now. Did, uh, you, Mandy I'm didn't sorry. cover that game either. It was it was SEC conference games, but cover of forty or more. It was the most ridiculous. It was the most. And Mandy did not ever. cover to forty one. So no, that, I don't that, that don't bring lost. any stat to me. That occurred when the wishbone was college football's <laughs> primary offense. Okay, just don't. trends are trends. Just... Trends are trends. Ted loves to bring the obscure trends. It's a good All laugh. Right. I want to hear them so. because yeah, they're gonna absolutely. they're great. But yeah, maybe I should stop relying on them. things aren't going great. All right. All right. So we got Purdue traveling to Maryland. Still eleven o'clock. Another stink fest game. Purdue is a three point favorite. Maryland is minus three. It's a home favorite. Over-under is 58 and a half. I have nothing. I don't even know how to bet this game. I don't. If someone else is betting this game, good for you. My initial instinct is, is give me the home favorite there. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really like either 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 side there a whole lot, and neither the spread or the total have a disparity in bet and money percentage at this point, And I doubt they will. I think that's a pretty good number. I mean, I wrote, I literally didn't even write over or under. I just wrote 58 and a half question mark because that seems pretty, pretty good to me. I think that's a, you're looking at a, yeah, 
23-25 ish that type of mid 20s game and I don't know who's going to win it. I mean I'd take the under. But I don't I, I'm good. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound very confident in, the, in that either. You just asked me about two teams who, if you go and look at their performances against the teams they faced, make zero sense whatsoever. Like Maryland had had to have SMU play a weird ass game. Sorry, uh, I don't know if cursing is allowed on here. It's not on mine. But we're we're not. We shouldn't be, and I've already screwed up. So we, we got to try okay. being a little bit better. All right, I'll clean it up. Uh, <laughs> Maryland needed SMU to play a very uncharacteristic game for Maryland to get that win. Then they lost to Michigan on the road by only a touchdown. Yeah, that lost State, that one. The Michigan State score doesn't matter because Michigan State's bad this year. Then you go to Purdue, and it's like uh, they lost to Syracuse, who might be good. We still don't know yet. Oh, but then they went on the road and beat a Minnesota team that I think is good by 10. I don't. I have no idea if either team these just feel like two teams that are like really inconsistent and up and down and I don't I don't have a clue. I would probably lean towards the under, but I this one feels like a total that's like right on the mark. Unless you do Maryland thinking that Purdue's on a hangover after beating Minnesota, right? You know. Row the boat. So all right, once in a while, a game that we probably have a better feel for, Texas Tech going to Oklahoma State. You see what I did there? I called by the right name because I don't want to say the other pronunciation of oklahoma state oklahoma is, that state a, is, a, is that a thing i know you said that last week and philip will be able to inform us but oh, I you're gonna upset him. Thing. what pronunciation okie state okie state yeah don't do that you you yelled at me when i came on your podcast a few years ago for calling them that so oklahoma state is a Good. nine point favorite over under 68 and a half all right philip tell us how to bet this game it's your team how are we doing it how are we gonna bet this game uh I have Tech plus nine and a half. Um, I think there is a point here that Tech has been thoroughly battle-tested. I mean, we talked in the offseason, the first half of their schedule was a gauntlet. And if they went one and five, like that felt realistic. If they went two and four, it was going to be good. Well, they've already got three wins. Like Houston's not as good as we thought. And that's fair. But they got past Texas. They got past Houston. They got their FCS game. Um, I, I think they played pretty well against Kansas state and you got the good Adrian Martinez, bad Adrian Martinez all in one game. And so Kansas state pulled away in that one. Kansas state is, will go as Adrian Martinez goes period. That's it. That's print it, send it out, whatever. I think Texas tech will play well. Now Texas tech's offense line is awful. Um, this is by far the best defensive and NC state's got a good defensive line, but this is the best defensive line they're going to face in Oklahoma state until Baylor and I you can we can go back and forth on who has the better one I it's it's neck and neck um this is a really good defensive line it's gonna get it's gonna give them trouble but Texas Tech the passing game is very efficient OSU secondary it's gonna give up some big plays uh Texas Tech's defensive line is pretty solid like I I think this will be a a closer game I think OSU wins this game. Um, at ten, when it was OSU by ten, yeah, Texas Tech plus ten. That feels good. I, I'll take Texas Tech plus nine and a half. Um, I think this is closer to a touchdown game. I'm not touching the total. I, I Big Twelve totals this year are driving me nuts. Like <laughs> every time I think it's over, they miss it by a point. Every time I think it's under, they go past it by two points. Like it, every total has felt either it's either way off. Or right on the money, and I cannot, I cannot, fig- I cannot read it to save my life that well. I just can't. Let me tell you about why you bet the over. Since it's Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. Stop. Since 2012, Texas Tech games against the top ten are overs are ten and three. So I believe it. A lot of leech games in there, though. As, that's the th- that's the hard part with uh, when you start taking Big Twelve games, especially with like Tech and some of those schools back like ten, fifteen years. It's like you can throw out it, like go back maybe five, and the rest of it you can throw out. But yeah, I I would lean Okie State. I guess maybe I'm just higher. But we on just them. discussed this, Oklahoma State. Sorry, 
You can say Oklahoma OSU. State. You can say Oklahoma State. <laughs> but unless you're going to call Oklahoma University of Oklahoma OKU, uh, OKU. shush. <laughs> I mean, I probably should, actually. Uh, no, I, I think I'm probably higher on, on Oklahoma State than... I don't know you are or or whatever uh, or maybe I'm just lower on on Texas Tech at this point but um I think especially uh being under 10 uh I I would take Oklahoma State to cover that the over under I don't really have a feel on but my my initial reaction was yeah that's uh you know a, at least a 10 point probably two touchdown win So I hope you're got we got a stat in here from Alex Gookin, the king of the first half bets. This man is on a heater on first half, first quarter bets. He says Oklahoma State is the most efficient first half teams in the country, holding a plus 18.7 first half margin against FBS opponents this year. The first half line is five and a half, minus five and a half against Tech. So he's on Oklahoma State, minus five and a half first half. So something to think about. Against FPS competition, um, yeah, that's fairly. He, he is on a pretty good here. Was he like 14, 15, 3 and one or something? It's Jake? something ridiculous. His his first quarter and first halves are something ridiculous. I don't. Remember. I would have to go search for the what he actually posted, but it's been very very good for him. Let's put it that way. So all right, moving on to the best two thirty game, the only two thirty game worth watching. Wisconsin travels to Northwestern. It's a 10-point favorite. Over-under is 44-and-a-half. Just feel like betting the under. And if you feel like touching this game. Bounce back? Bounce bounce back and Northwestern's bad. And, yeah. I mean, fired fired coach, uh, rally game against a team that I think is pretty bad. I I also would like the under, but uh, as far as betting the spread, I'd take Wisconsin minus 10. This is this is some sicko mode stuff right here. <clears throat> this is... Welcome to the soup. I've got a new drop uh, for you. Hang on. This game. That's nasty. <laughs> we haven't even got the Illinois Iowa game yet. <laughs> that's less gross than this is. Mm, is it though? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, no. I'm with... Wisconsin had what two rushing yards last week. Was that the t- was that the stat I saw? They had two rushing yards. Wisconsin had two rushing yards. Northwestern is bad. I don't I don't have a good descriptor for how bad. Like Colorado is the worst, and then there's Northwestern. Yeah, the under is seven one and one in the last nine games against these two teams. So, I feel like that's a pretty good trend to follow. 45 seems like a lot of points between these two offenses. I don't know the guy who's taking over for Wisconsin, but I believe he's a defensive coach. I'm probably wrong. He's probably an offensive guru, and I'm an idiot. No, he's their so, DC. He's, he's, yeah, he's so, <laughs> coach in waiting. Let's call and it. You know that's, that, what, that's what everybody's saying or thinking anyway. Yeah, the, yeah. The, also the money, the money at, at least at this point, versus bets is on the under, so that makes me feel even better about thinking that. Well, make sure you let me know if you put that in the cash crop so I don't. So... <laughs> <laughs> that feels like something I should bet anyways alright Ohio State heads to Lansing 27 point favorite against Michigan State over under 65 I'm on the over I feel like Michigan's overs have been okay I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna find out where it's at but like give me the over Michigan State's really bad this year I did just get a guy a new job, like a new a new a thing. So, oh, a massive contract. Mm. Yeah, I mean, all three of their conference. Me, yeah, all three of their games team. this year. Ohio State's games, all three in conference, fit the over. So, yeah, I I mean I I don't know. Like I I I wrote down Ohio State minus twenty seven uh, question mark under sixty five question mark I. I don't really love anything on this. I think if you're going to bet it because you want, because just because you're going to just blind bet Ohio State because Michigan State's really bad and Ohio State's, you know, pretty damn good. So uh, that's that's probably what I would do, but I, I'm not going to be watching it. So um, we'll see. We'll see if I end up betting it or not, but I doubt I do. All the trends tell you to take Michigan, I mean, tell you to take Ohio State. Michigan State's own three is underdog. 
Michigan State's 0 3 against top five teams. They're 1 6 against spread against top 10 teams. Ohio State's 5 0 against spread since Michigan State against 17. So everything tells you to take the Buckeyes. It's just 27. Seems like such a big number. Michigan State was good last year. Michigan State was a good team last year. Yes, we agree. Michigan State was a good team last year. Yeah, Ohio State won that game 56 to 7. Yeah, fuck, I lost a lot of money on that game. And uh, and Ohio State's defense with uh, former Oklahoma State defensive coordinator Jim Knowles is um, uh, much better. Yeah, turn it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only thing that would scare me is that they just like sleepwalk into the game and they're gonna win it even if they do that. But I don't know if they cover twenty seven if they just sleepwalk into and through the game. But I think I think Ohio State's on a mission this year. Like I, I, I honestly, absolutely believe that Ryan Day and this team is on a no, no, no. We're we're going to the playoff. We're we're going to go win the national champ. I, I don't. I they might have a sleepwalk game. I don't think it's yet. Sure. So, all right, moving on to our. We got to touch on this real quick. Our flyover of the week: Western Kentucky against UTSA. Goodness. Western Kentucky is a six and a half point underdog. The over under is seventy three. <sighs> I've been hit. The overs have hit in the flyovers. I think three in a row now, at least two in a row. But I, I don't like betting them when they're this high. Uh, so over, over the last two have went over. Yeah. So then it was under. Principal bets seventy three is uh, pretty close to principal under. So all it takes is two punts, two punts, and it's not going to hit. You know. But yeah. Where are you laying on this, Jake, so you can help me make my pick? (laughs) (laughs) I am going to flip a coin, and that's what I'm going to do because that's how how much confidence I have in myself to pick this at this point. It is, it is, I mean, it's steamed up a little bit. It really, I mean, it it opened at 70 and it's gone up three points, but yeah, it, it opened pretty high. So it's not, it's not like it jumped. An astronomical amount. I, th- yeah. I honestly, I hope it goes over, but I don't. I don't think I want to pick that. So we'll see. Uh, over for UTSA so far this season is five and zero. Oh. Yeah, it's like five and zero oh and three and two or four and one or something. If I remember when I looked um, at it earlier. Let's see. I'm trying to see what the totals yep. are for. Yeah, uh, so. Totals of 64, 66, 57, 54. This is by far the biggest total um, that they've had so far. Mm. Yeah, so Western Kentucky on the season is 3-2 uh, and two against the over. Uh, their last three have gone over, over 55, over 65.5, over 61. And then, yeah, UTSA has been over 64, 65, 57, 54, 62. Oh, so. Okay, let me let me read you UTSA's game totals this season. Uh, let's see, 72, uh, 79, 61, 76, 75. <sighs> Due for an under. <laughs> that, that's why that line is so high, because Vegas was like, all right, we're done. All right, stick it in the, stick it in the 70s and make, make them earn it. Put it at 70, and let's see where the money comes in, and we'll move it wherever we need to. Man, uh, 73. Oof. That's uh, – hmm. <laughs> hmm. I do I do tell you one under I will talk I'm gonna, about. I'm taking the under to make Ted take the over. That's what's going to happen here. Oh, I hate you. He's going fa- to fade me. I I'm hate you. The, I'm taking the under. I'm declaring it right now. All right. I hate you. All right. One over I am on. I'm not going to touch on it, but I'm on the Wyoming, New Mexico, and I know that that's some <laughs> sicko, sicko stuff right there. That's Wyoming, nasty. New Mexico, over oh. under 36 and a half. Wyoming unders Goodness. have burnt me all season, so I'm going on the other, other side of it. This game hopefully will be like 27 to 21. That gets us there. Give me the over. Yeah, gets us way there. 27 to 10 gets us there. So... Wyoming, New Mexico over. All right, Let's we go. can move on from that. That total right. is what? 36 and a half. 36 and a half. Open at I'm 38. Sorry. Is this a, I'm sorry, is this, is this a meeting of the academies? What is well, that total? Tell you about another total that's the same. It's also 36 and a half, and it's gone up a point. 
The Iowa Hawkeyes going in to Champaign, Illinois. The three and a half point dog over under is 36 and a half. Grass. Give me the Hawkeyes plus three and a half. I'm going to hit the Hawkeye money line. I think they're going to win the game. Yeah, I kind of have that feeling too. I think they've not, I don't want to say figure, start, been figuring it out on offense necessarily, but they've figured out how to be less putrid. Um, and yeah, I think they're, they're going to, I don't know, special teams and defense and maybe a offensive touchdown or couple field goals I 100% they're en- gonna it's enough gonna- to at least cover they'll lose they lose by three but i i think they probably win somehow i don't know why i feel that way but i do that's probably my sicko under the week too is that 36 and a half and i just feel like we're gonna have another rutgers game where they score one or two defensive scores and it goes over just to spite me but yeah give me give me iowa plus two and a half so be no, my line you. <laughs> you like anything about it or you're just no philip is just questioning his life choices now for being here to discuss the iowa hawkeyes or Illinois. there are so many games i'll be paying attention to that are not involving iowa or illinois um, and it's literally any other possible 6 6 37 o'clock kickoff anything um, else any like is umass playing then because I could just watch that nonsense rather than whatever it is that Iowa calls their offense. Well, oh, UConn, Florida was... International? There we go. <laughs> I tell you who is playing at 6.30. Farmageddon. Farmageddon. Against Wildcats. Coming, there you go. Come to Iowa State. Iowa State is a two-point underdog. Overrunners 45. I love that we get another week of the Bear tweeting out about how Matt Campbell is three and sixteen now in games that are between three and a half on either side because well, he loves that stat. It's a good stat. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's something. Um, give me the under forty-five. I'm not touching either side of this. I do think Iowa State wins the game because that's what they do when no one thinks they're going to win a game is when they win the game. So give me give me the under, and just, that's all I want to touch it on. Call me broken. I don't know. I, 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 Iowa State's <laughs> offense and Hunter Deckers. Uh, one, That's broken. Uh, one, Jirel Brock, Cartavius Norton. We don't know if either of those are going to play. If you're telling me that uh, Sanders and Silas are the two guys in the, that are going to be in the backfield, uh, that makes me very much uh, even more negative about it. But uh, even, even if you have a 80% Jirel Brock, um, Kansas State is not going to let you hang around and you're not going to be able to do to them what you did to Kansas and hold them to 26 yards and a half uh, to even be there to miss two field goals to not even be able to tie the game. So uh, I don't I just don't I don't know. I I, hopefully I'm completely wrong. Like I have been on a lot of things lately, (laughs) but uh, I I, I'm probably not going to bet it. But I absolutely think that Kansas State wins by. I don't know, more than two. Uh, but I do like the under. I I think that it's going to probably end up being kind of a gross running the ball, Adrian Martinez doing his thing. Um, and then, I don't know, hopefully Hunter Decker's not throwing interceptions. But We need that uh, that that line from the Joker movie, also have his negative thoughts. Pretty much. For... Um, I have the over in this one, which I think is going against Ty, but I... Uh, Hunter, I can throw it over Mountain Deckers. I have a man. I'm getting not exactly the Kansas State's performance against Missouri, but I'm I'm a little bit worried about some K State special team score, considering Iowa State special teams and a couple <laughs> of interceptions that maybe Kansas State's able to convert into points. Like I I am taking the over because I'm afraid Kansas State might do a lot of it on their own. And I would say just just enough to push it over. Um, this game is weird uh, to throw on some more stats for you. Iowa State is one and six against the spread against winning teams in their last seven. Winning teams, not ranked, not just just winning teams, teams that have winning records. Although they're six and two against the spread in the last eight mm-hmm. meetings with Kansas State, so we have a uh, rock and hard place. Something's got to give. 
I I think I think Kansas State's live to. I think this is going over. I think that total is too low. It, 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 this game screams under because of sounds the like you're sounds like you're trying to like politely tell the two Iowa State fans that you think I, Kansas State's going to run away with it. I say I thought I thought I his next word with the pause there was going to be a blowout. Uh, is I, what I, I thought you were going to say. And I wouldn't. I, I would not blame. I would not blame you for saying that at this point. I'm sorry. I am. You're not going to apologize to us, man. We're in the bad place. No, I just I'm I'm I like I I kind of held Kansas to 28 yards and lost last week, 28 yards in the second half, and lost the game. I saw it with my own eyes in person. It was a real thing. Like, yeah, I almost trucked a lady trying to get out of the stadium when he missed the kick when they missed the last field goal. I didn't see it. Thank God for Hulu being you know a minute behind. I knew he missed it. and I shut the TV off. Lawrence is dry on Sunday because there was nothing left. Good for them. They're going to get beat by 20 on Saturday against TCU. <laughs> I might take an alt line on that, that game. I'm, I'm we're not going to talk about much more, but I think TCU wins, and I might take an alt line. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm not betting. Not the, best, not the best betting. Well, it depends on – you can get lucky. Um, <laughs> you bet enough. You bet enough. They'll save you. Um, Blind no, squirrel think, finds a nut. Broken clock right twice a day. Yeah. You know. No one bets Hawaii games happy. So all those are angry oh. bets. In, oh. Um sober. That that was implied. Um anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So yeah, give me the under. Um I do think there's a chance that this is an Adrian Martinez game, and I'm not talking that as a positive, where he maybe he turns the ball over two or three times. You know, he's never played Iowa State's defense, you know. Um, either way, I will be watching this from the safety of my house. I was going to go, and I decided that I couldn't tailgate much, and the hotel is expensive, and you know what? If we lose, I'd much rather not be around people. So it's going to stay in my house and, you know, be by myself with my, my children, and hopefully they don't hear any new words that they haven't already heard. So... <laughs> All right. Biscuits. <laughs> I don't, oh, we do have one. We do have the BYU versus Notre Dame game. They are a future Big 12 team. Three and a half point favorite. Overrunner is 51. I don't know where the stat's at, but like Notre Dame unders after a buy or like a principal pay play. So I'm going to be on the under 51 in that game. I wrote down BYU plus three and a half and under 51. Uh, I could see it just being a back and forth game that Notre Dame squeaks out. I don't, I don't love either of those, but I think both of those are worth taking a look at when we all lost money at BYU game last week. So yeah, that's my thing. I, I'm man. The shot on BYU uh, has really rubbed off since that Oregon game. It didn't look, they didn't, Looked great against Wyoming. It did not look great last week against Utah State. Now I, I know the point that you know Utah State was like, "Hey, we're going to use the backup like 30 minutes before the game," and it, you know, scrap your defense and game plan. But I don't know. I I have Notre Dame minus three and a half. I don't love Notre Dame, but I'm I'm just I feel like the shot, BYU has kind of burned me the last three weeks against Oregon, against Wyoming, against Utah State. That I and we didn't do Houston Memphis, which was a Friday night game. Um, I'm I'm kind of in a fade mode until you you prove otherwise. So I, I'll I'll take Notre Dame to to win this and cover. Yeah, you you bring up the Houston Memphis game, and we didn't. I I was gonna at least bring it up to circle back around. We usually at least touch on. We had the wild card, the, the future, <laughs> the future Big Twelve teams. My bad. Um, no, you're good. No, you you're no. It's on us. We're bet. We're bet. We discussed not having a uh, <laughs> a lineup card or whatever before the before we even start recording. So yeah, we definitely missed that game. Yeah, I'm very much in like fade Houston mode at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like Memphis minus three. Fade I don't know about the total, Dana. but uh, yeah, give me Memphis at home, three point favorite. Yeah, I don't. I think. Dana's in meltdown. Uh, I think not ready Duke to go somewhere else game. mode. Um, Got a trend? Does he have a trend from hey! 1955 to 
Now, when my, Dana Hogerson was at West Virginia, he was such and such when the spread was. Nah, I don't have a trend for that one. You guys are lucky. <laughs> I do have a trend though for Nevada, at Colorado. Trend State. over the last fifteen years. Nevada at Colorado State. Um, uh, Colorado State is a three and a half point underdog at Nevada. Speaking of, I wrote that game down specifically, and that's why that's nasty. That drop got put on here. Nevada has outscored Colorado awful State. Teams face- oh. Colorado has been outscored by Nevada 101 to 20 the last two seasons. And Nevada has covered the spread last four. So give me Nevada in the three and a half points. Let's go. <laughs> Nevada giving three and a half points. Yes, yes. They're gonna they're gonna blow them out. Also I, on that under in that game, just because a 44 point under on a Friday night is just is my is my jug of choice. Looking looking at these two teams uh, so far, their results as well as ATS, Colorado State has yet to cover. Uh, Nevada has covered three of – so they're three and two against the spread, three and two – or two and three straight up. Like it's just – it's wild to look at how bad these teams are. And I have the, – the, the money on action – on the action app says Colorado State – uh, at least to cover, if not money line. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's disgusting. This is technically a revenge game because <clears throat> Jay Norvell left Nevada to go to Colorado State. Jay Norvell, I have every faith that Jay Norvell will turn Colorado State around. This is just obviously a bigger rebuild job than anybody actually realized it was. But this is Jay Norvell in his first season of Colorado State against his team he just left in Nevada on the road. Um, so I would, I might take Nevada cause man, I, if the Colorado state is one of those teams that next year I'm gonna come to the year being like, I'm going to, if they're a dog and a big dog early, I'm going to bet on them. Cause I think he'll turn that around quickly. It's just year one. It's not good. It's not good. No, no. Nope. Like, like Wolf space pack. Let's go. So one of the games I'm definitely going to be betting for the cash crops. And I'm just I'm worried that Jake's gonna be on this one too. Give me the Alabama first half number. I don't care what it is. I think they're just gonna destroy AM with or without their quarterback. I think Bama. That's interesting. Has their you don't think so? Like they, they got beat by AM last year. I'm no longer gonna tell you what I think about that game. Oh no. Oh no. That's no, I, the only thing the only thing I wrote down for that game was under fifty one and a half. I think uh, it, it. I don't. I don't think it's a blowout like you do, and I think it's like the only way A and M can. It can be forty to nothing, and still hit the under. Yeah, I just A and M score that game. Yeah, I I think it's a drag them into the mud and try and keep it close type of thing. AM has athletes. Like they can get up for a game and they can they can athlete compete with, with you, but I'm pretty sure last A&M. time Bama lost to an SEC SEC school and played them the next year, they beat them seventy to seven or something. Like what time is it? It's not seven o'clock. So by that point you will be knowing how each of our days are going. Because it was supposed to be like a big marquee everyone get excited for. The coaches were talking trash with each other. Also, another reason I think Saban puts him on it. You know, it would be curious. I did hear a podcast earlier this week where they think that you, if you think that, uh, if you even think that, what is the quarterback's name for Bama? Why am I spacing on his name? He won the Heisman last year. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. He's hurt. If you don't think Bryce Young is going to play, you should be jumping on AM plus 24. And then once they announce that Bryce Young's out and the line drops like 10 points, you should slam Bama and try to middle it. That's what they were trying to say. Because they're basically saying that if Bryce Young's out, the line's going to drop a full touchdown. So I'm not saying you do that. I'm just saying that's what they were, that's what they were talking about doing. And it's an interesting thing. So. All right. I thought the only game we should really talk about is maybe the USC game. No, no, who's UCLA has a big game this week. We can end there. I can track them down. Who is UCLA playing? They must be late. 
Isn't it? Is it Washington? It is Washington. No, no it's Utah. Last week. No, Utah. it's Utah. Where's that game at? Home game versus Utah. Home game. Pasadena, Pasadena Rose Bowl. Yeah. Two thirty on Fox. Why is that so early? That's ridiculous. Act twelve games at two thirty. Dumb. Over under sixty four and a half. UCLA is a home nugget plus four. I'm on the Utes. I think they're actually pretty good. I mean, that Florida game's in everybody's memory since that's probably the only game you've seen Utah play this year. But UCLA just probably blew everything they had against you know Washington last week with you know in front of a few hundred fans at the Rose Bowl. So give me give me Utah. And I know there are more people there. Don't yell at me. But <laughs> yeah, I don't, so, I don't know that I love anything. I would probably be on Utah and I don't know, maybe the under, but no, nah, Utah is the right side here. Cause so here's, here's where you get it. Um, UCLA first four games, Bowling Green, FCS, South Alabama, Colorado, four and oh, they're not any good. Now they're going to face Washington. And then they beat Washington 40 to 32. Oh, this is, they're amazing because they beat Washington. Washington is considered amazing because they beat Michigan State at home 39 to 28 in week three when Michigan State was ranked number 11. Except now I know Michigan State's not any good. So opinions on Washington are Washington's really good because they beat Michigan State, except Michigan State's not any good. So is Washington actually good? Well, then UCLA beats good Washington. So now UCLA is good. You start getting all the transit property stuff like Utah. Well, they lost to Florida. That was the flukiest game. They then went on to go blow out FCS, blow out San Diego State, beat San Arizona State by 21, and then crush Oregon State, who almost beat USC the week before. And I like Oregon State. They held them to 16 points. It's a really nice offense. This is Utah. If you're taking this game at all, it's Utah. Talk me into it. Cash crops. Lock it in. Let's go Utes. Pencil it in. So my my biggest issue so often with rankings is like if you don't start from scratch each week, if you're an AP voter, if you just go in and say, okay, well, I here's my 25 from last week, and I'll just update based on that. Like if you had Washington ranked really high because they beat Michigan State and now Michigan State's bad, then you need to adjust your opinion on Washington uh-huh. based off of that. That happens every year. You beat somebody early that's supposed to be good, so you keep them ranked, except the team they beat turns out to be garbage, and then they're not as good. But they beat – you have to start from scratch each week if you start from just like taking what last week's rankings were and then slightly adjusting based off of this week's performance. I don't care if a team didn't lose. You're allowed to drop them in rankings, even if it's not a close loss. Like If your entire basis of opinion on them is off something that was false data, then you should adjust your your, your setup because of it. Yeah, they people's trash. I mean, that's there are well, there are good voters, and then there are Don Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not saying everybody that votes is bad, but for the most part, like those people that can't can't have votes can't they don't have the ability to watch games all the games, and and you're right, and they don't like readjust weekly. They don't actually reevaluate teams and and why they are where they are. So you, yeah, you just end up with these teams bouncing around because. Somebody started in the top ten and got beat by somebody else that was a fringe top twenty-five team, and it's it's makes for a very poor um, way to reason and evaluate teams. Still better than the coaches' poll. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you want to know the most useless thing that's put out every Sunday? Yeah, the SID poll. <laughs> I mean, the coaches don't do yeah. that. Like what SIDs like, do it? What? what co- how? How is? How you assist, some assistant doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, grad assistant. Um, yeah. So I will leave you guys on one more trend on this game, then when we'll get going. It's like, except Philip has a four and a half month old. Utah is 5 and 0 against the spread when facing UCLA since 16. 4 0 against the spread the last four games is a favorite as well. 4 0 in, in games against ranked opponents started last season. So, of course, Utah. UCLA is 4 and 1 against the spread the last five games as a home underdog. I don't care. Give me the Utes. Minus four is dropped down a half a point. Hopefully, by the time it gets me, it's down there a half point. Let's That'd go Utes. Nice. I like it. So. Well, now I don't want to bet it. <laughs> You're going to make me put my cash crops out in the chat before you guys do anything, aren't you? No, no, I don't. I'm yeah, you are. Yeah, no, you are. I, You're going to wait till I post mine. I know I'm you're going to. Th- I, I trust the system, and my system yeah. is 
picking my bets. Incredibly tired at 1039 on a Thursday. Perfect. So, well, Philip, thank you for joining us. Like I said, we enjoy your podcast network at 1012. You have our friend Jamie Steyer on her family oh, yeah. cyclone fanatic podcast. So keep up the good work. I'm thank you. I'm, thank you. I want to come on the Pigs Pod when Iowa State plays Oklahoma State and just be a chaos agent. To you guys is. <laughs> uh, let's see what week of the season is that? I that's uh, November, isn't it? Yeah, because that's the game. I'm actually uh, if I can get to an OSU game this season again, small children. Uh, that that's the game I have circled to try and go in November. Is to I think it's the 19th of November is OSU Iowa State. Because you want to see a sure victory, I get it. I get it. I would too. Yeah, I, I want to see. <laughs> I, I want to see a nice. You know what? I'm sick and tired of this cardiac <laughs> cup crap between OSU and Iowa State. I want to go watch us blow Iowa State out. That's that's what I need. It'll be the year to do it. So, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. I know you have a late. You probably me up super early, and I appreciate it. So, let's go Utes since we all three agreed. What could go wrong? Should I put real money on that? Can put? Can I put? I put no, because I like all, it. Do not put real. We money should all on three that. ride. The, we should all three ride together. The amigos. Uh, why not? Your streak has to stop, Jake. At some I mean, point. at some point, you'd think it has to turn into a heater, or at least not crappy. One of the, it's got to turn around. Under hit tonight. So, all right, boys. Till next time. All right. Thanks, Philip. Peace out. Appreciate it, guys. Later.